Streetside Studio at Weimer Hall. WUFT HD3 Gainesville. W237EJ Gainesville. It's A&M in the AM. Abby and Matt getting your day started with all of Gator Nation's hit music. The hits start now. GHQ, you're listening to AM in the AM. Abby and Matt in the morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Abby. I am loving this chilly Monday morning in Gainesville. I feel like my walkover in my big old sweatshirt <laughs> and just so cold is the only reason I'm truly surviving. You today. look very cozy. You guys can't see, but he's wearing a Patagonia zip up and a hoodie underneath. Yeah, it's my go to. You look right like there. you're ready to brave the frozen tundra. It kind of feels like that in Gainesville right now. I know. Well, I'm not happy that it's cold because so I have a smoker in my apartment, so my apartment always smells like secondhand smoke. So I opened up my apartment windows and I woke up to the freezing cold that was chattering I'm like it, it's March I shouldn't have to deal with this it should be warm and breezy see that's just the native Florida person talking because for me March <laughs> I'm like I need snow listen that's you're from I Kentucky want. you're not from the north okay fair more northern than here uh, all right well how was your weekend other than this morning I had a crazy weekend I felt so old I mean I'm approaching 22 so naturally that's middle age in <laughs> in midtown years it was one of my really good friends' sign nights, so we went out to um, JJ's, which that was my first time in JJ's. Ever? And I had ever, like wow. literally ever. I mean, I had been once, but it wasn't like the atmosphere that okay. was JJ's on, okay. on the weekend. It was so crowded. Yep. There were children everywhere. <laughs> I felt so old, but I got a rum bucket for the first time. They're good. It was good. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, interesting beverage. Yeah, hangover inducing. Yes. Um, so we got out there uh, uh, very quickly because I felt ancient. And then we went to Rowdy. And I am i was, just to be honest, like I was i was straight up sober. Like I was not drinking. That's I was boring. I know. But I was feeling old and just gross from spring break. I just didn't want to drink. And this dude approaches me. And he looks like he's five. Like he looks like he's 12 <laughs> years old. Maybe that's just because I was feeling ancient. And he's like, hey, baby girl, like what's your name? And I look at him, and I'm like, oh, it's Abby. And he just looks at me, he's like, oh, cool, cool. And then he just looks me straight in the eye and goes, you know, that's my drug dealer's name. Oh, my God. And I was like, is this supposed to impress me? And that's why I never go out to Midtown anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that is very fair. We need to stay very far away from him. Well, I had a pretty good weekend myself. Saturday, I rearranged my entire room just because I felt like it needed to happen. Uh Uh-huh. And now I just love just staring at my room. It's just fun. You're such a good cleaner. I do love cleaning. Sorry, last week, I don't know if I mentioned this, Matt cleaned the entire GHQ studios (laughs) for fun because he couldn't sleep. It took me like four hours, but it was really worth it. I need you to drop by my apartment. It's yeah, very messy. no doubt. And then Sunday, I went to Top Golf for the first time. It was actually really cool. It was in Jacksonville. I've never been. I'm a decent golfer. Uh-huh. I definitely learned that I'm not that good. <laughs> but I also learned that in Top Golf, you can kind of just finesse the system. It's not really about how well you hit; it's about where you hit it. Yeah, it, it, you just have to make Strategy. it in the right color mm-hmm. spots. I threw a few too, just like with my hand for a little point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also learned you can edit the score on the screen, so when no and paid attention I just made a bunch of hole in ones and then everybody was like wow Wait, how do you add, can you, you know how there's like the circles where your score uh-huh. fill in yeah, if it's yeah, like yeah. zero you literally just click it and then you can click edit score and then the whole map comes up and you can just click where you think your ball went shut up so I'm getting like so doing 160 that. and everybody was like what how is Matt winning <laughs> yeah I know it was good <laughs> it was uh, really fun I love Top Golf too but I'm actually good at it I win 
fairly. Oh, okay, well, I think we're going to have to take, I'm going to have to take you down one day. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into some news about what happened over the weekend in Hollywood. Yes, well, this is so sad. Uh, Love Island star Mac... <laughs> Every time we get into news, I cannot speak. <laughs> Mike Thalas... Thalassitis. Thalassitis. We don't know what his name is. He's dead at 27. Um, he was a former contestant on the British dating show Love Island, which is very popular amongst my friends. They love it. I have yet to watch it. Um, but, yeah, they don't know how he's died, but it's very sad. People are shocked. So it might have been an accident. might have been a drug-related incident. Um, I don't know, but very sad. So... For, for the Love Island community, we feel for you. Uh, also, an update on Lori Laughlin's cheating scandal. Both of Lori Laughlin's daughters have dropped out of USC over the weekend, and they signed a book deal that's going to give all the details on the scandal. So, making profits on their uh, on their bad decisions. Yeah, I saw that was signed this weekend, and of course, they're still going to make money out of it somehow. And both the daughters not only dropped out, but. Uh, one of them has a cosmetic line, and mm -hmm. the sponsors pulled out of that. So oh. I don't think getting into school was worth pretty much losing everything else. All right, and in other news, we have a Players' Cup championship winner, Rory McIlroy. He made two late birdies amid the wild theatrics of Sunday's Players' Championship and closed with two under 70. McElroy, a former FedEx Cup champion, earned 600 FedEx Cup points, a 22 20, <laughs> a $2.25 million check, and he's the proud owner of the redesigned Players Trophy. Oh, I bet it's beautiful. I'll so, have to I mean, like, trophy. I know I went golfing this weekend, but I think I could compete with <laughs> Roy really went golfing. Yeah. $2.25 million check? No doubt. Roy, are you single? Let me know. All I won was, like, nothing. <laughs> you won the pride of cheating. No doubt. And All here right. we are judging Lori Laughlin. I love it. Okay, we'll keep it here on G. GHQ, we've got lots of good things coming up today. And my personal favorite, Abby and I are filling out March Madness brackets. Yep, and then later on, we interviewed some of the Miss UF contestants. Stick around for that. You are not going to want to miss it on GHQ. It's A&M in the AM with your 10 AM topics on 95.3 GHQ. GHQ, good morning. It is the month of March, which means it's the most exciting month for college basketball. It's and March Madness. Yes, and Abby and I are sitting in here filling out our March Madness brackets right now. And not doing a too good job, if I do say so myself. No, we really I'm struggling. Are. My funny. brain hurts. <laughs> it's too early for this. But to help us out, we did look up a few tips we want to share before we start sharing what we actually picked. So some of the things that USA Today said that we should look out for this March Madness is number 11 seed Belmont taking out Temple and then number 6 Maryland. So be on the lookout for that one. Number 13 Northeastern over number 4 Kansas. Kansas is usually pretty good in the past, so I think that'll be interesting to watch it unfold. As well as number 12 Murray State over number 5 Marquette in the West region. Marquette's usually pretty good too. And number 14, Old Dominion over number three, Purdue, the Boilermakers. Oh, you're really killing my bracket over here if that's the case. I know. I have Old Dominion going far just because of that article I read. I don't know why. I mean, Old Dominion's the name of one of my favorite country bands, so maybe I'll just pick them based yeah, off of that. Yeah, why not? In the seventh grade, I picked off of really superficial things like that, and I ended up in the 97th percentile. Wow. See, honestly, there is no rhyme or reason to March Madness. Yeah. That's why it's called March Madness. So I think the less actual thought you put into it sometimes the better yeah just your gut feeling but that's my problem is i'm sitting here going well if it's a number one team how do i not put it in the final four so 
I'm really struggling with the logic of this. Yeah, but you do know that only once in the history of the NCAA bracket tournament challenge has all four number ones made it to the final I four. I know, but I have all these really great teams. I have right now I have Gonzaga, Duke, UVA. I feel like UVA is going to be coming in hot because you said last year they got beat out by somebody. They were they, supposed to do number really well. sixteen seed. They were yeah. number one and they got knocked out. The first ever team in history. I so I feel That's like yeah, I know it really is. So I feel like Virginia is going to be on fire. I feel like they're going to come back and be like, we want to win it all. So Fair. Like they probably happen. won't let it happen twice in a row. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to win it all, but I feel like. They're going to... They're a contender. They're a contender. Nice. All right, you got any other big upsets for us in your first round? Yeah, I actually have Liberty beating Mississippi State. They are the Flames, so I feel like they're going to be on fire (laughs) this year, if I do say so myself. But I have them going up against Duke, and again, Duke is number one, so I'm like, how are they not going to... Like, they, they can't not win, yeah, so I'm really wrong. struggling here. See, the only thing that I'm always torn about in my brackets is just my loyalties to different teams. Yeah. So, the Gators coming in at a number 10 seed, I just really, really, I'd love to put them in the championship because that's what <laughs> I want. It's almost wishful thinking. Like, you want them to go really far. Yeah. Well, see, I always make a few brackets every year as well, and yeah. in one of them, I always have the Gators winning, even though it's highly not plausible. Wait, so you can make multiple? Yeah, you can make, like, I think up to 10 on the ESPN Tournament Bracket Oh, shoot. Challenge. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, so I thought you, you could only make your, one. No, and all of them, like, count the same. Oh, I'm gonna finna win yeah, this. Yeah, right? So you can, like, do... I usually make, like, one big upset bracket that's just like, alright, every 16 team's gonna beat the number one. Yeah. And a bunch of other random stuff. And then, I'm also torn because Louisville has not been playing that well this year. They had a lot of basketball scandals, but being from Kentucky, my whole family are huge card fans, so I have them trying to go far, even though I think it might not happen. And then uh, FSU, I think, might actually go far, but I don't want to give it to them. You think why do you think they're going to go far? I don't know. They've had a pretty good basketball team this year. I'm pretty sure they they either just won. I know they were in the ACC championship this week, and I can't remember whether or not they won. I'm, like, throwing up at the thought of FSU doing too, really well. Right? I had, um, what is, I have Murr. What's Murr? Is that Murray? Murray State, Murray yeah. State. I have them as one of my upsets, but then okay. I have Gonzaga beating them because they're number one team. Yeah. So I was like, You're how are they not going to win? All right, so right now, what is your final four? Right now. Right now, it's subject to change because right now they're all number one. <laughs> and statistically, I guess that's just, like, not plausible. Yeah. It's Duke versus Gonzaga and then Virginia versus North Carolina and then Duke and Virginia in the end but I feel like Duke's not going to make it to the end so I might change that I have faith in Duke yeah you do Mm -hmm. my final four right now is Duke Florida State and then Tennessee Kentucky final Duke and Kentucky Duke wins 75 to 72 oh Oh, I had 72 to 54 my final one I feel like I feel like if Virginia makes it that far they're going to be like we're going to win this (laughs) yeah I can see that didn't you say Duke had like a really good player or something yeah Zion Williamson he's just coming off of an injury as well so Zion Williamson Yes, he okay. is definitely somebody to look out for this tournament. Interesting. I, I don't know what to do. Right. I'm struggling here. Hey, well, one last little bit of tidbit information that I found when I was researching is if you're going to go with that mascot little thought when you're picking out Pick dogs over cats. Well, that's not going to suit you well when you need to pick the Kentucky cats over somebody. Yeah, you're not wrong, but they're still going to be there. But this may not be the best picking strategy. But if you do pick on mascot showdowns, dogs are really your best friend. They boast a 37 to 26 winning record against cat mascots in the tournament. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all should stick around until 1130. We are interviewing some Miss UF contestants. We had a really great interview with them. They are funny. 
There are some funny gals. We asked them some funny pageant questions, and they had some interesting answers. We really are. We got to ask them some less important questions before <laughs> they really get into it for the pageant. Although I think with this one, she got that, that <laughs> yeah. really difficult, oh my gosh, yeah, y'all have to listen to her answer. No it was doubt. hard question. The pageant is on March 27th, but all that is coming up here at 1130 on GHQ. Here is the weather. It's coming up. <laughs> the computer is frozen. All right, there we go. Ah. Weather. 95.3 GHQ. You're listening to A&M in the AM. Abby and Matt in the morning. It's a beautiful Monday morning. Who do we got in the studio? We're here with two contestants from the Miss University of Florida pageant, Olivia and Kira. Say hello. Hello. Hello, guys. So this is exciting. You guys are doing this big pageant. Kira, you were telling us earlier that you didn't even expect to apply for something like this. <laughs> Tell me that story. Why did you decide to apply? Um, I decided to apply because my roommates were watching The Bachelor, and I thought, you know, that actually sounds kind of fun being in a pageant. So I went for it, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a funny story too, Olivia. Yes, I actually just um, applied about a week ago over spring break because my president of my sorority was asking if any girl would um, do it, and she messaged me saying, I know you have a talent. I know you can sing and asked me if I would do it and she was like it'll be a lot of work but I know you can do it and I was like sure why not and then I went to the meeting and I still have stuff I haven't finished I have my platform statement my resume I'm working on those right now um, but I'm trying to catch up and why not it'll be fun yeah the platform thing is a big deal it's kind of something yeah it's hard to just pick up yeah. so tell me about how you're choosing yours or have you, if you've chosen yours, what went into that? What is it? Um, well, my platform statement is about Smile Train. It's an organization that deals with cleft lip and cleft palate surgeries for children who can't swallow, breathe, or eat normally because of their deformities. So I actually started fundraising for Smile Train when I was little. I always got $20 for Christmas, and my parents said I had to donate it to charity, so I chose Smile Train. And ever since then, I've just been like in love with that charity. So this year, I became a young leadership circle member, and I donate monthly so that I can pay for surgeries for children. That's really cool. Awesome. What about you? Um, I actually am diagnosed with dyslexia, so I um, like that's something I've had since, well, always, but I was diagnosed when I was eight, so um, I've recently got involved with Decoding Dyslexia Florida, which is an organization that helps um, students and parents, like, um, teach their kids how to deal with it, how to cope, like strategies and like how to get accommodations on standardized tests and everything. So um, what it is is like you can peer mentor students or I'm currently the social chair of Decoding Dyslexia Florida and um, we have an Instagram. It's at Decoding Dyslexia Florida. So if you want to follow that, that'd be awesome. But um, I just post like quotes that um, like either dyslexic people have said like Tim Tebow, um, who's awesome, or um, like Orlando Bloom who like have dyslexia and how they've dealt with it and how successful they are and like um, upcoming events that we have to like support kids and all that. So it's really awesome. It's a great organization and I'm like very proud to be a part of it. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome and really cool that you guys have that figured out. Both of them are like personal stories that yeah. you really connect to. Um, but other than that, since those, that was pretty easy to figure out, what's <laughs> been your favorite part about preparing for the Miss UF pageant? <laughs> Okay. My favorite part has actually been all of our pageant meetings. They're like required yeah, and I thought it was going to be like annoying to have to go and meet like for an hour every week. But it's actually been super fun because not a lot of us have been in pageants. I think maybe like one, one person has yeah. actually done a pageant before. So 
it's such as like funny talking about stuff like in movies you'll see them using like things like fashion tape and bug glue and stuff like that and I thought it was like a joke but it's actually serious it's real. <laughs> it's real. It's real. and like learning how to do like bikini walks and evening gown walks like they're different like you have to pose right and then trying to dance because I don't know how to dance at all and we're doing like an opening number and I just have so many questions every time we're practicing <laughs> Because it's, I don't know, yeah. it's interesting. It's I would really say fun. the meetings are the same as well. Like, I went to my first one last Monday, and I didn't know any of the girls. And I actually sat at the wrong table. So, like, all the contestants sit at one table, and, like, all the directors sit at another. <laughs> and I, like, sat down, and they were like, so this is Olivia. And I was like, wait, they're all over there. And um, I was like, okay. So then... Um, Everyone was, like, super nice, super funny. We were learning the dance, and I was like, oh, my God, they probably already all know this. And they brought heels, and me being five foot, like, them in heels. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel so short. I didn't bring my heels. And we're learning the dance, and they actually didn't know it. We had just learned it. And all the girls were like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, oh. So it was just a lot of fun getting to know them, and I'm really excited. Yeah, no doubt. So it, this is the real deal. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's not, uh, mm. it is the real deal. But at least everybody's going through it together now. Getting yeah. it very lost. Okay. Um, and the 2019 Miss University of Florida Scholarship pageant is Wednesday, March 27th at 7 p.m. in the Phillips Center. What part of the competition are you most nervous for? Oh, easy questions. On stage questions. Okay, because there are a few categories in here. They consist of the lifestyle and fitness, yeah. interview, talent, evening gown and on stage question so like the last one it's the most important okay because the on stage question it's about current events so we have to know basically everything that's happened in like the past year and we can be asked anything yep. we go up and pick it out of a giant fishbowl and then they just ask us a question so if you don't know about it you can't answer <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intimidating just like and from watching like like uh, miss america and all that like i know how the girls like prepare for this and me being coming in late i'm so i'm so scared i'm so scared oh no well <laughs> lucky for you we're gonna help you prepare for the competition with a little game we prepare oh no i can't see it but we have a box of questions it's oh not a fish for <laughs> oh no, oh, no. I, I really no. haven't been studying it <laughs> Current events. Okay, okay. We That's think okay. you'll have an easier time okay. with these okay. than the other ones. Okay. All right, we've got these fishbowl questions coming up right after the weather here on GHQ. Sunshine will gradually fade behind more clouds this afternoon. It will be seasonably mild, highs in the lower 70s. Cloudy tonight, lows in the lower 50s. On Tuesday, mostly cloudy skies with a slight chance for rain. It will be cool, highs only in the upper 60s. Better chances for rain will be south of Gainesville tomorrow, but then a warming trend starts on Wednesday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ray Hawthorne. All right, we're back with Kira and Olivia, two Miss UF contestants. They're about to answer some fishbowl questions. I am so ready. So who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Olivia, take your question. Oh, my god. There's a number on it, and Matt will read off okay, the question. Okay, 10. 10, what question is that? Do, 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 do. Oh, my god. <laughs> What snack food reminds you most of your childhood? Ooh. Cheerios. Cheerios. My Definitely Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Not regular. Honey Nut. Because um, when I have a little sister who's five years younger than me, and I would always, you know those little bowls that those kids eat where, like, you, they, you can stick your hand in them and, like, grab the food and, like... They're like plastic. Oh, they're like covered. So you yeah, they're covered. So you can like pull it out and like mm -hmm. make, if they go like this, it doesn't spill everywhere. So I would always steal her Honey Nut Cheerios because I don't know, they're really good. And um, I had them every morning. 
maybe sometimes twice. And my older sister hated them, so I would eat hers. And my little sister always had them. She carried them around everywhere. So I would just, like, snack on them and, like, put my hand in her thing. And she would get so mad. She was like, those are mine. Aww. So. Wait, so did you eat them dry or did you yeah, eat them dry. with milk? Yeah, dry. Dry. Did you ever do it with, like, cereal? No, dry. I don't like cereal either, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> dry. Okay. <laughs> I don't have my cereal with milk either, so I respect Yeah, I don't have, I don't have it with milk. <laughs> All right, Kira, you're up. <laughs> Pick a question, any question. Um, three. <laughs> question number three is, if you had a choice between creating world peace or ending world hunger, which would you choose and why? What a different Ooh. question. Hmm, that's actually, wow, okay. That might be like a question you get. Or <laughs> yeah, I was just about like, to say, like, that. question on the planet, I don't know. When in doubt, world, world peace. peace. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be the really stereotypical answer to this, though. Um, also, I don't know, I feel like I would probably go with world hunger. I feel like a lot of issues that arise about, like, peace and stuff like that are over like people starving like people not having what they need to survive like things like that and i feel like if people aren't hungry they can do a lot more to help with their overall well-being agree that was a good answer answer. that's a good answer you did really great well i think you guys (laughs) no reason to be nervous (laughs) i think you guys are well prepared for this competition thank you we are looking forward to watching you guys march 23rd 95.3 95.3 GHQ. This is the end of Monday's AM in the AM. Abby and Matt in the morning. Oh, very sad. I know. You know, we hate to leave you guys, but if you missed anything on the show today, don't forget that we're going to put it into the morning after podcast. You can find that on the GHQ Twitter at GHQFM, or you can find it on my Twitter at Matt underscore Duffy. Or my Twitter at It's Abby Murphy. And we just want to give some shout outs because people were actually tweeting us today for the first time and it was really cool. So thank you. Melissa and Terrence for saying that you enjoyed our show this morning on Twitter. Yeah, and thank you, Mary. She sent me some really cute corgi gifs. They made my morning. I was getting a little sleepy, but once I saw those gifs, I was just wide awake. So thank you, Mary. No doubt. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Monday and a great week. See you later. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm Abby. And I'm Matt. Until next time. Later, Later, Gators. Gators. I can't think this morning.